Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hey, y'all. I'm Moni, and you're mixing with Moni, okay? Welcome to my weekly mixer where I take your favorite Bravo shows, TV news, and hot topics, mix it with my opinions and some of my friends' opinions, a little shade, and sometimes a cocktail or two. I'm bringing in my POC perspective to shows we all love. Let's mix it up. Hello, 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 all you beautiful and wonderful mixologists out there. It is your girl, Moni, and you are mixing with Moni, honey. Okay, I am so excited to be back. It's been a while. I know I had to be a part of a very fabulous Jennifer Aiden-style wedding that had shook me. And yes, it was for my best friend, which is why all the drama and the tea about it is on my Patreon so that I don't get in trouble with her because she's not a Patreon subscriber. So (laughs) there's that. Um, But in the meantime, honey, we're doing good things, big things over here. It's been a big week in Housewives on Bravo, and I just couldn't help myself. And I had to bring a top 10, an expert, a icon in the housewives content creating industry you can watch him on the literal news honey if you need to okay and he is giving us all the good things from the bravo sphere even fresh off of an event for the housewives of dubai premiere and i'm just so excited to have him here for the first time welcome to mixing with money dj richie sky hey y'all how you doing Oh my goodness. I'm so happy. This is long overdue. I've literally had people tell me all the time, like you should have Richie Sky on. Like you guys would be so good together. Taria, a mutual between us was like, you never had DJ Richie Sky on? I was like, no. I was, oh, you need to reach out. You have got to. And that's when I learned that you and DMs do not mix. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> my DMs they overwhelm me okay yeah you know it's not even like and i don't know that i get any more dms than anybody else does it's not even that it's just when i look at them it's i just feel like i'm looking at my emails okay it's a bottomless pit of notifications it's a bottomless pit of notifications never-ending cycle of blue dots Exactly. And only one can really get my attention. And that's my email. Cause I'm like, yeah, that's where the bills and that's where the money is coming in. At. So we got to pay attention to that at all times. Okay. Yes, exactly. I mean, as someone who has like promised since the beginning to read and respond to every single DM and has subsequently had like two breakdowns on social media because of it, I can really respect your need to say, oh, thank you. I am going to not subject myself. <laughs> <laughs> and walking away. Because if there's one thing a bitch what she could do is walk away. I feel bad about it too. But I'm like, <laughs> I have to be honest with people. I'm like, if you are contacting me in my DMs, like it, they, I could see it. But okay. more often than not, I'll look at it and see the little, uh, um, uh-uh. Mm-mm. <laughs> um, uh, did it come in an email? Okay, okay. I completely understand that one because truly 
I have multiple times been like, and you know what? I'm gonna just never open the app again. Like it, my DMs make Instagram just not worth it, like by itself. <laughs> so I completely understand that. But you know, in this long-standing journey, I just I I have no one in my life that talks about housewives with me, which is why I started this podcast and, and mm. talk to other people about it. So that's why like, I started. Yeah, I just genuinely feel like I have to be like when I'm live watching or something, I need to know what other people are thinking or what their thoughts are on things. So it gives me, it's like a nice back and forth because I don't really get that opportunity, but it is overwhelming. Yes, you are definitely right on that. Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm-hmm. Speaking of overwhelming, so currently our roster for Housewives is overwhelming. And once upon a time, I was like, I'm bored. Nothing is on. And now too many things. Are on. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it was that period of like January, February, where it was just like Salt Lake City. And that was yes. it. Yeah. Oh, well, it was Orange County, but I didn't, I didn't, exactly. I, I couldn't watch it with Cruella DeBro on there. So. <laughs> oh my God. No, what's terrible is like my toxic trait is that I like Heather and I know she's terrible. Like, I'm fully aware of how unlikable she is. I'm watching her going, this is probably the worst person to get behind. But like, oh, my options are slim and OC, so people can't judge. <laughs> but here's the thing. I was happy that Heather was coming back. Uh-huh. I, w- I really was until she was back. Oh, okay. And then I was like, um, ooh, she seems kind of mean girlish, You know, like, I didn't like the way that she was speaking to Shannon. And I'm a big Shannon. I have been a hardcore Shannon fans since she showed up talking about nine lemons in a bowl, <laughs> arguing over a seat with Heather. Yes. Like, I feel like this was Heather's opportunity to get Shannon back for exposing Heather's mean girl ways way back in season nine. Mm-hmm. This honestly is my personal thought. I think she's been holding on to the fact that at that reunion, Shannon was able to sit at her and sit and look at Heather in her face and tell her, like, you were really disgusting to me throughout the season. And the audience felt it. And I felt like this season, Heather was going to come back and she was going to put Shannon in her place mm-hmm. with the with the assistance of Gina and Emily. Oh, yeah. I mean, that's quite not that great of assistance. But um, <laughs> <laughs> I definitely can see it again. Heather is very much like a, a brunette New York Regina George to me. I think the energies are very the same. But again, I, my options are slim and have always been an OC. So the girl who had like the actual tax bracket to back it up, I went with. <laughs> you're gonna curse somebody there out for eating a piece of your cake i'm gonna i mean yeah fine you're in i'm in the company but that's also what made heather a great housewife is i appreciated heather in an ensemble of powerhouses uh-huh. so when you don't have an ensemble of powerhouse women then heather as the lead just does not work for me okay yeah that 100% makes sense. I would agree with that statement. Because you you end up having her have, she has fans now instead of a, an actual friend group. Right. In what situation would we actually see Gina and Heather really hanging out? Oh, never. She would never give her the time of day. It, it wouldn't make sense. Give me an OC with a, a Vicky, a Tamara, a Heather, a Shannon, a Gretchen, an Alexis. 
Oh, I loved and and see and now and now we have a show. That was primetime housewives for me. I now we have a show love with housewives because of those early OC seasons. Mm -hmm. They were like right in the middle of like the early days that we loved, and then like it was almost like a complete rehaul. And all of a sudden, I'm still so invested and even more invested. And and you know, that's back when we also thought that like friendships were genuine when someone new came on the show. So Heather brought (laughs) Shannon on, quote unquote, (laughs) and then like immediately they turned on each other and she kicked her out of her house. I was riveted. Young me. Riveting. Wow. Okay. She's just gonna kick her own friend out the house. The energy, the balls. I can't like I loved it. I absolutely that's when I was I was just really infatuated with OC, especially because I just felt like for me, I do honestly feel like every franchise needs an OG. Mm-hmm. Um, and every every franchise also needs a seasoned OG. So mm-hmm. I kind of feel like you have your of uh, uh, Vicky, which I, I and I hate what happened with Vicky because I kind of feel like she became a caricature of who she used to be, mm-hmm. and and less of the hardworking, slightly neurotic mom that we kind of got to know in the early seasons. Yeah, you know, I missed that. I missed yes. that woman. I do you know, too. And the one who would buy a car a- for her daughter and then make her take over the payments. <laughs> Yeah, you need that type of energy. And I feel like you need a you need a Tamara on there because Tamara knows what she's doing in the space, right? Yeah. You know, um, you need a Gretchen because you need that foil to a, someone like a Tamara. And then I feel like Heather added the wealth. Shannon added the slight neuroses that we needed. Mm-hmm. And I felt like Alexis added this affable, you know, uh, I want to have this lifestyle, but it's not really meant for me type of situation going on. And it would be interesting to see her or Megan King Edmonds come back at this point, especially with everything that Megan has kind of gone through. And I just feel like I, I need that back in my life with OC. And, and, and without that, I honestly, it just didn't excite me. And I want to love Noella. I, I do. I, I want to. But she kind of makes it hard for you to really understand what she is trying to do on the show. Right. Absolutely. Yeah, I didn't connect too well with her either. Tamara has always been the poster of her franchise. And for up until almost the very end, she got away with it in a way that most people don't. I've literally only ever seen someone like Giselle get away with it the same way where they're constantly pot stirring and they're doing their job and they're doing it so well that you almost don't even get mad at them for doing it. Um, However, that role is pretty much assumed by Kyle on Beverly Hills. And I don't see her getting the same kind of acceptance. People are either blindly loyal to Kyle as a fan. And if she pot stirs, they almost like are like, Kyle, that's like her one naughty trait or they don't like her. And I'm wondering what it takes to be a really good pot stirrer that you get away with your job. Can I point one out? Yeah. Garcelle. Yes, you're right. You're right. I didn't even think of her as a foster until I saw it on Instagram today. And then I watched and I said, ooh, they're probably right, but whatever. (laughs) This episode of Mixing with Moni is sponsored by Manscaped. I was, of course, what am I going to do? Confused with a box of manscaping products. However, when it was sent to me, I ended up keeping over half the box for myself because the products and the utensils are actually just that good. Their razors are soft on skin, tough on hair. 
They have weed whackers, aka nose hair trimmers. They have excellent products for the man or the person in your life who could use some nice things for their down there parts. And of course, like I said, their razors are second to none. Best electric razor that I've ever owned. I absolutely love it. And I kept it for myself because it's that good. So if you are interested in that, go for it. And if you know somebody in time for a Father's Day or any other summer occasion you might have that just needs a little extra trim and care, then absolutely check out Manscaped. They have the best products for every kind of person out there, but especially for men and men identifying people. Your balls will thank you, they say. Okay. And I don't I don't even have them and I'm thanking them. So there you go. Manscaped.com code MWM20 to get 20% off your first order at Manscaped. Again, that's manscaped.com with 20% off with code MWM20. You know, because listen, I love Garcelle. I do. I do. She's a national treasure. I feel like she must be saved at all costs. But I do feel like in this episode, listen, yeah. she went from calling Kyle the pot stirrer to then stirring the pot with Crystal and Sutton. So, I mean, just so deliciously just brewed us up a whole uh-huh. new set of tea. And I was like, I said, I, it almost gave me whiplash. Yes. Because I was like, what, where did that come from? Like, did you really think that she was trying to set Sutton up? Which then caused Crystal to not even really even address that. Huh. Crystal diverted and Ooh. went down a whole new path. You know, I actually saved Sutton because she said something really dark. Well, what did she say? I'm not saying. <laughs> I was like, girl, you're not going to leave us hanging like that. Like that. I yes. appreciate the funny thing about it is last episode, I was on the crystal train. I was like, yes, girl, you, I understand why you was triggered by how they are treating sudden. It is definitely going down the way you are saying it is. But this episode, I'm like, girl, I don't understand your point. It makes very little sense to me. I find Beverly Hills just an interesting show at this point. And right. I do think that Garcelle is, is sort of helping push uh-huh. some things along and ask some questions that need to be asked. It seems like almost like Kyle is not proud of the job she's doing. Like she almost kind of passes it off as being like so concerned in like a breathy area. Like I'm just, I am, I feel for them so bad. Like when she's talking <laughs> to Sutton, like I just think it's so important we support her right now don't don't you like in like a baby <laughs> posturing kind of way I think that's when it's like a problem because Garcelle will just sit down very Tamara style and be like how'd you get your money so where are you coming from so what is it I mean very Giselle like so you don't have a home like getting to the business so we don't even <laughs> notice it because they are acting like this is just who they are. So we accept it as what it is, right? They're just messy as humans. But Kyle's like, I'm not being messy. I'm concerned <laughs> as a friend. Do you understand? Like, why is she being so insensitive? I'm like, you told Doree when she was visibly triggered by your dogs that they're just dogs and dogs bark. So who's insensitive, girl? Mimosas or emergency 911? Come on, honey. Like, relax. Like, give Sutton some swag. <laughs> what she said is horrible, but Collins is like, you know, three steps away. 
And right, to take it even further, you know, they're literally talking about, I think it was like the last episode, they're talking about, you know, the tough time that Dorit's having. And then Kyle's like, but I have to tell you what Sutton said about you. And it's like, yeah. that's probably way more insensitive than what Sutton actually said. Because mm-hmm. you've got the girl sitting right here in front of you. And you're going to tell her that? It, it, it made no sense to me. It made no sense to me. Yeah, literally what you said brought me. I'm literally just texting Crystal right now because I, I, I just I we have a relationship and I kind of enjoyed the fact that she has been like kind of under the radar a little bit because then it's like I don't ever have to have real opinions on what she does if she does nothing. But this one, I was like, girl, I was like you. I was like on one side, I'm fully on your side. I'm like, oh, I do think you were set up. Absolutely. And I do think that you were triggered. This feels like a trigger type of thing. But then when we flipped it to the whole, it was dark, but don't tell me what dark means. Dark is only four letters or whatever. No, dark when it comes to literally racial comments, which is like almost like a double entendre there, because like that's a point. <laughs> like when you're talking about dark, when it comes to racial comments about a black woman from a Southern white lady, we have questions. I have some follow-ups. I would like some details. And, and, and then I felt like she was conflating that with last year, the ladies telling her that the word violated was too extreme. Yes. And I feel like you can't conflate those two things. You can't put no, those two things same. together because- mm-hmm. In this instance, you use the term dark and people don't know what you mean, you know? And so they're asking for an explanation. Hey, well, what did she say? So that, you know, especially for Garcelle, like, I need to know what she said, because if she says something, that's my girl. I need to know where she stands. Please tell me if my white best friend is racist. I would need to know that (laughs) first. (laughs) <laughs> pull me aside maybe you can even private text me we don't have to do this on camera but like let a sister know just me at least like exactly uh-uh. and when she said that it was obviously something forgivable I had to straight up tell her I was like forgivable is subjective so because I didn't really forgive that last year what Sutton said everyone's acting like what air wasn't that big of a deal but for me I was like mm, mm. I was uncomfortable I was a little uneasy it was it was definitely a cringeworthy moment for me. And I feel like, you know, I I didn't I felt like Crystal was justified in everything that she said yeah, in that, that moment. That response was normal. And I feel like I am glad that they had gotten to the point where they where they were able to get past it. Cause I'm sure that took some work. Yes. But if we're gonna go backwards now, you gotta tell me what she said that was dark. Exactly. If she said something. Don't leave me hanging on that because it doesn't seem like a very crystal thing to do. Right. And even though, you know, I know they're all produced by different, you know, production companies, but if producers will air Black Shabbat and huh, that bullshit, they I would air whatever n- Sutton said. Never. That episode would have never made it to the light. And, and I, y'all could be mad at me if you want to. But I just kind of feel like, that. you know what, we're going to have to modify this dinner or it, it can't air because right. you want to show reality. But when reality becomes disturbing, mm-hmm. go ahead and leave it on the cutting room floor. Exactly. I 100% agree. And I don't, I sometimes live in a fantastical world, maybe naive in my head where I'm like, there can be a place where you see something like that air, you don't air it and you still, you still choose to act upon what you saw. 
Like that if part. they're being ridiculously disrespectful, if you do hear Ramona saying things that caused an alleged investigation about whatever she said about Ebony that a producer or somebody heard, like you can act without us even having to hear it or see it. Because what I know for sure is that if it's out there and we're going to put it out there, it's triggering already. Like that's already a trigger for some people. And that just makes me wonder sometimes, was there anyone black in the editing room or in the production company? Like, because in my mind, I would have taken one look if I was, cause you know, typically for like a reality TV show, you know, um, the producers who are out in the field or who are out the teams right. that are out recording and filming will send back notes at the end of the night. Hey, this is what we got, you know, or send back some kind of daily, you know, updates and pinpoint some things that they know that they want to capture. When I got those notes back that night, I would have said, oh, no. Yeah, mm-hmm. no. No, uh-uh. it's not going to do it. That's not going to be the, um, I know, thank you guys for the for the hard work you did. And Ebony, yeah. I know that this is something that was important to you, but this is a hot mess. And yes. um, it doesn't feel good. This doesn't feel like entertainment. Yeah. This is not entertaining. This made white people cringe and black people uncomfortable and everybody in the middle go, oh shit. Why is this on my TV? Like people stopped watching after that. I was one of those people. I did not finish that season after that episode. And it was already a tough thing to get through, right? It was very hard. So that's what I'm saying. Like if production companies will air those type of things, it makes me really question like what made... Sutton's comment that she allegedly said not air at all because if it's that bad then why is she here like if it's so bad that we can't air that but we can air all the other bullshit and air Kelly Dodd's final season like I have some questions then is why she's still employed because of course we're all going to go to the worst and but what it really feels like is that Crystal fell back into a corner probably and I think she felt embarrassed that she was more upset about the comment than Garcelle was as a black woman. And to which I say, that's fine. Every part, we're not a monolith. Like every one of us handles things differently. What's forgivable for some and it's probably not forgivable for others. Usually I'm me, if I'm others. I don't forgive very easily on most of these things. Um, I just don't think there's that much of a margin for error when it comes to words. I don't think they mince that easily. But for her, I think she was shocked that Garcelle wasn't as upset about it. And because she was going to move on, I think she took like the elementary school approach and was like, well, uh, well, actually it was even worse than that. Like when you tell the teacher and you're like, make a big fuss in your friend group, like I am going to tell that teacher up. She going to know all the tea about what you did to me. And then she tells the <laughs> teacher and the teacher's just like, oh, okay, well just ask him to apologize. No, but you don't understand. <laughs> Until we get her expelled, let me keep saying shit that she could have said that I might remember her saying even if she didn't say it until you're mad <laughs> and then, but you know what the, the, the thing that she kept telling Kyle when you were so drunk you I, I'm you blocked it out <laughs> I was like how you gonna tell <laughs> no, yeah, how I handle my liquor first of all number one in Girl. my mind in my mind I feel like number one how you gonna tell me I was drunk and I blocked it out two I felt mm-hmm. like Kyle it'd be so on Sutton like telling all Sutton's business, throwing Sutton under the bus. She, she probably right. would have said it to the group herself. She would have told Garcelle herself. Guys, said messy, this like, is hey. what Sutton said. Yeah. 
Remember how I, I triggered that. you about when I told you you didn't pay the donation? And I so learned. But you know who didn't learn? Your friend. Sutton <laughs> didn't learn. That girl said these things. And I just think we need to do something. Told the whole group. I just think Sutton's a racist and we need to make sure Garcelle feels safe. I'm concerned. I'm so concerned. <laughs> Let me tell you why. Here's all the things that she said, even if it triggers the other woman of color in the room. Let's say it. Like that's, she what, that's what she did to Doreen. But yeah. then the thing about it was, I I would not see. I think that Crystal should have stuck to the topic. I'm offended that you think that I would try to set her up. I was reacting to what she said. That to me is the issue, Garcelle. I'm offended that you think I would do that. I would set someone up like that. Yeah, I'm offended as you think that would be the way to go because I would honestly just say I'm offended that you think that and. I had an issue with what she said. And even if you weren't you deeply go. affected, I was trying I to was. think of the other people who might be when they watch this, like me. Like there were people who were affected by it. Even if it's not Garcelle, I mean, gratefully, we don't have to be friends with Sutton. That's Garcelle's cross to bear. But like, leave that up to me, but don't then go ahead and make us like feel or think that this woman is capable of saying more because you know what that's going to imply. Now, that's dangerous to me, too, that you're going to exactly. make people feel some kind of way about this woman if it's wrongfully so. Like, don't lie and say she's more of a racist than she is. <laughs> that's not nice. For all we, for what is going on in the world, we can, we need to hold on to as many not very racist white people as possible. If a Thank little you. bit is sprinkled in there, we, we can work that out. But if you're saying, if you're going to just douse more and more on top, then I just need to hold on to a few, man. I just need to. <laughs> yes, it does. It just makes everybody think the worst. And I'm like, oh no, Crystal, don't go down this path. Just, just, just either say it or, or don't say it. Or, now, or I don't know. I don't know. Oh God. So then my question to you is who do you think is a bigger pot star, Garcelle or Kyle? When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. I'm going to say that I think that Garcelle is a baby potster, uh -huh. mostly because she's so new. Yes. I think that Kyle is probably the bigger potster because it's, I don't want to say it's so blatant, but she's been doing it for so long right, <laughs> that right. I think that, you know, it's just become obvious to me though, over the past couple of years, Same. it was never obvious to me Same. before. I think because she had Kim there for so many years. And she had Lisa Vanderpump there. Right. It didn't feel like pot stirring because A, LVP is a much bigger one. That's just a fact. So in a lot of places, we thought that she was the bigger pot stirrer. Well, here's the thing. I didn't realize <laughs> that Lisa Vanderpump was the pot stirrer. 
Oh for no, years, for years, I was it. team LVP. Oh, honey, Hard you're the good boy. Okay. I'm, I'm lucky still kind of am as I watch same, old seasons. Same. Like, Yo, she really delivered us to the season finale. Okay. <laughs> when she said, you think that I would sell a story to Radar Online about my friend and you still want to be friends with me. I was like, she raises an excellent point. <laughs> Why would you want to be friends with someone you think friend it? Because I love you. That sounds stupid. That's the accent for me. <laughs> it is. It is. It is. <laughs> but I didn't know it then either. But still, I was like, because LVP was so much more of a story driver. And I thought of Kyle as such a beta. I never, it wasn't until we kind of like, undecidedly and ununanimously gave Kyle like the queen of Beverly Hills crown in the last few years that I've kind of been like, I okay. don't know. I don't think she deserves this spotlight. It's hard to figure it out because you use the term beta and I had been mulling over this in my mind about Kyle for the longest time. And I feel as though that I hate to use that term for her, but I also have to use that term for her at the same mm -hmm. time. And the reason I say that is because I feel as though Kyle acquiesces to the Lisa Renna and Erica Jane friendship. And she doesn't want to ruffle those feathers because she does not have a Teddy or Lisa Vanderpump right. or uh, someone equally as powerful on her side to really um, fight the two of them right because lisa right. and erica are going down with the ship together okay yes. like that's just we just know that's to be true and i don't if you want to if you have an ally or a friendship like that on a show like this great awesome. great but i do feel like kyle would get that queen bee status if she were able to accurately call out things the way that she does in her confessionals in person right. Exactly. Because the confessionals we're all usually happy with. It's the fact that it's never happening in person that we have a, we have a question for. And it, it doesn't help that, you know, Erica said a few years ago that like, look who we're all here for. Like, we've always known that the show is kind of like centered around Kyle and her family. That was the original goal of, you know, when they launched this. But so quickly, it was not given to her and that was not made very clear until it, it was literally a secret reveal because I remember in the first episode, we didn't even meet Kyle to like the third or fourth wife in like, she was not even the anchor in the premiere. It was Lisa. So it, we've always thought of Lisa having this big powerful energy, Kyle kind of being a beta to that to me. And then when she left and Kyle was just there and Erica and them kind of alleged like she's our new queen. Yeah. Because she's easily manipulated. Like, <laughs> <laughs> it, it, it's I don't like I don't want to get too political, but it's it's given you know who who's a good puppet president like you know who can we better control? So and and it worked out because with Erica's quote unquote wrath, Kyle was able to apologize for what her and her husband did last year. She's making excuses for him. She is like oh no, like she's all team Erica. She's like not even talking about it, and she's trying to. Does she think she's doing enough of a good job for the viewers to pull info out of her, but it's not enough. 
Like her mm-hmm. still saying the word, the victims. Like I heard it. She was like, you think they could be lying, the victims. Well, if they're victims, then they're not lying. So if they are lying, then you wouldn't call them victims. And trying to bait her into saying those words or something, it's not enough then. But Erica, the, the, the stuff is out. Like they exactly. haven't voted about it. Like, what are you talking about? Like, I'm waiting for somebody to pull up the receipts at the table. And that's what Sutton was trying to do. And then we ran her off, including Kyle. And Kyle's trying to basically... Do the same thing this year and really invalidate whatever Sutton says now so she can say there was no truth and water to what she said last year about Erica. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And I think that it should have been Kyle who, who was leading the group's charge with asking Erica the hard questions and not throwing it all on Sutton. Yes. Because to me, that gave... Uh, well, it was actually Sutton. Uh, I don't want to get in trouble with you. It was really Sutton who did all this. And it's just like, girl, like, no, stand your ground. Like, tell, I mean, if this is what you think, say what you think. And I felt like, I feel like if she was more of that, because we know she's thinking it because she says it in her confessionals and her facial reactions show and they betray exactly what she's thinking. So in my mind, I'm always like, why don't you just say what, what you're thinking? You and Garcelle are clearly thinking the same thing as Erica speaking right now in the, Mm -hmm. in the episode. Why aren't you saying anything? It's Garcelle who has to say, well, you showed absolutely zero empathy. That's why people have an issue with you. Right, exactly. And that's all that it would have taken for me too. <laughs> but instead, like Kyle, uh, I don't like that. The whole, the fact that they had a pact to, it seems to never really cross each other, even with what they talk about, even for the sake of the show, that they're going to like be a united front, the four of them. It already irritated me before crimes were alleged. (laughs) And now that we're dealing with crimes, I was like, I don't know if this is a good idea. I don't know if you should be more scared (laughs) of her than the freaking like government and lawsuits and victims. I don't want to get on that train. I know it's crashing. It's wild to me. It's very wild how because of the alleged pact that they would all choose to go down again. Lisa, I can see. I don't know why. I just feel like I can understand her going down with the ship. I don't know why either. But seriously, because before, you know, Lisa talks about, you know, people dislike me because I'm so honest. No, mm-hmm. that is not why people dislike you. Actually, that is why most people genuinely like you. <laughs> What's the only reason why they dislike you? <laughs> the the problem with you that people have with you now is that you are being selectively honest. Mm-hmm. That is what we have an issue with. Exactly. That is why people dislike you so much now because you are circling around the truth in favor of someone who is clearly um, not always. I don't know. She just doesn't come across as very exactly. honest. No, she doesn't. And and huh, I am curious. I ask everybody this when they come on my show. Um, would you be interested in keeping Eric on until these trials are over? Because it seems like Bravo thinks that that is a necessary evil and they're keeping her just until they can start really filming the court shit, like the real shit. But is it worth it? Is it worth us keeping her in these lies and these games? I mean, when she's opening the gates of the very first few episodes with, you saw that it was pr- disproven. Like, you know, it was clear. You saw that, right? I didn't do it. And Garza was like, uh-huh. Like, when we have that, is it worth continuing until we, what, possibly get some good footage? Maybe. I'm on the fence about it because... I do understand that the storyline probably does bring in viewership. Yeah. I think that there is 
uh, responsibility then to the network when the cast member says, I've been exonerated. Mm-hmm. Do, the, do the headlines match that? Okay. Because um, usually they're very good about the headline says no. Okay. Mm-hmm. You're saying exonerated. But as Garcelle is saying, well, where does it say that in the news? You're not. It, right. it, in fact, oh my God, on the day that you're saying that these uh, victims may not have, uh, may have allegedly been paid and are, could be allegedly lying, we get this whole declaration that, oh, there's 2.x million that Tom has been ordered to pay. Yes. Said, said Lion Air victims, uh, families. So, I don't know. Um, it's a very it's a very interesting question because I I do think that there has to be some degree of honesty in this situation mm-hmm. um, and realness about whatever she's going through. And I I don't know. I, I try to look at the whole Jen Shaw and Erica Jane uh, dichotomy, and I I I don't know why it is that I am more in favor of. Jen Shaw as a cast member than I am of Erica, or I view her more favorably mm-hmm. until she's proven, until it's proven otherwise. Okay. If that makes any sense, right? Yes. Yeah. Jen, Jen Shaw comes across more favorably than Erica Jane. Yes. If anything, her first season of like chaos, I just attributed to, oh, she must have just known this was coming down the pipeline and she was a little, you know, a little hectic. But I genuinely <laughs> was like, because <laughs> <Not laughs> I was like, what is all of this? I remember thinking when I first saw her and then like met her on some like promotional Zoom that they had, I was like, okay, I could definitely see how people would love her. And I can definitely see how people would not like her, which is usually what makes a good housewife. Right. Is when you can have a clear, you know, divide down the two, you're dealing with somebody really special who fits well into this like world, right? That's your Jen Aidens, that's your Teresa's, your Nini's, like that's a good place to be. But, you know, as time went on, I was like, eh, I mean, I'm not like, I didn't hate her. I thought she was a lot, but decent television. And then the next year I'm like, oh, Oh, you just were afraid of your crimes. That's different. Like, that's fine. Then I guess, I guess, you know, it's not even that big of a deal. What happened last year? I almost (laughs) empathized with her more, especially since I knew I was watching for the feds breaking in and trying to take her to jail. I was like, oh yeah, I'm here for you, girl. I just want you to be happy until that moment. I really do. Cause I'm watching for that. And I feel so terrible about it. I feel bad that I just care about the FBI. Ooh, I've been watching way too much Ozark. I love a good seizure. Like, come get her. Yeah. <laughs> Do not tell me what happened. I'm not finished yet. I'm almost finished the season. No. Oh, my God. Okay. Yeah. Do that. Do that. I mean, you know what? Ozark is so intense. Oh, yeah. I've been having to take breaks between the episodes. I am taking breaks. I am taking breaks. I actually am not finished yet either. I am Okay, like, okay. I'm I'm in season four though. Like I'm I'm quite progressing along. Okay, I'm, I'm in like, I'm in, we're, we're same boat. I just okay. haven't hit that home stretch yet. Yes, I'm trying to get there. It's a longer season, thankfully, because I was like around like episode five or six. I'm like, this better not only be eight. I'm gonna be very upset. We are not <laughs> rapping. What's <laughs> going on? But thankfully, we're not. Netflix got us. I'm like also then curious. Always like, why do y'all in shows that do well? I don't know, but. <laughs> Well, you know, they like to take them out before they, you know, hit that downward. But they're like not even close. 
to a downward yet. Like not by a long shot. I honestly am watching even three and feeling like, you know, we could probably stretch some of these out a little bit more. <laughs> like this feels like we're acting drastically. And then in season four, I'm like, oh no, we're running to the finish line. Okay. It's over. Like we could just maybe have like a half of a season in a season five or something. But maybe no, we'll get a spinoff. Not. Oh, that would be, oh yeah. I can't even think about what that would be like. <laughs> Give me a but Ruth spinoff. I'll be interested in that. I would do that. Or I do, you know, the kids going to be all right spinoff. Like, one way or the other those kids annoy me <laughs> yeah no they're terrible it's like ozark is like the epitome of it's showing you that white privilege is like it is accessible in any field of occupancy ever even in money laundering <laughs> it really is white privilege it's so it's so wild to me it's, <laughs> it's so like, crazy like it's like everyone- you could do you could do Anything, Anything. can you? And then I'm supposed to believe you scared of a black person in a supermarket. Okay. But like, because you're not scared of a cartel. But like, it's just so crazy to me because I'm watching the first three seasons like, wow, these people are insanely racist to Mexicans. They really hate Mexican people. Jesus, this is uncomfortable. And I'm like, but wait, what is the Mexicans doing that is any worse than what these white people are doing? (laughs) I think it's the same. We are, mm, I think they're, they're, they're rubbing off on me. I'm over here thinking, oh yeah, they're criminals. These are hardworking folk of the Americas. <laughs> like, no, 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 no. What do they call it? Salt of the earth. Yeah, no, no, no. Y'all okay. <laughs> are the same families, okay? Like, very, very, very strange. But honestly, the true crime, I think I only gave Ozark a try and I never did before, but I think I literally only gave it a try because- I'm now so much more into true crime. Thank you I to am Housewives. Too. Like, oh really? Started really integrating. I was like, oh, because I was listening to like <laughs> I knew I would watch some. I only care about true crime when like they intersect with pop culture, like the whole Playboy situation. I was a big fan of you know those okay. movies, the girls next door and things. So that sure, I was into those crime things. Same thing with like anything about like a famous person or something. When it's like something that's on like each Hollywood story from when I was in middle school, I'll go with it. But gotcha. it's just like straight up crime. I'm nervous. But now in Housewives, <laughs> we're dealing with straight up crime. I'm like, because you know those things feel so like specific to that glamorous world i want right. I, I need like three degrees of separation jen shaw is taking advantage of like my nana that's not the, there's no separation okay like if <laughs> if ever anything goes down with a plane i'm gonna be nervous but i would be feeling better if i knew that aaron brockovich's lawyer was coming but apparently he's not and neither no. is the money so <laughs> now i'm like oh no this is too close to home regular <laughs> people like garcelle was saying regular people what do they have to gain from this like they exactly. don't they're literally not getting anything make it make sense <laughs> it doesn't make sense <laughs> And it's like, dang, we're dealing with so much in Beverly Hills that it's like, it's refreshing to be in Atlanta, like doing the Houses of Atlanta thing right after at the end of the week where things are so much more humorous and Mm -hmm. just shady and the worst damages that are being done are done to like the wives by their husbands, unfortunately, in their households. And like, that's terrible, but it has nothing to do with us. And so, which I am grateful. 
I, yeah, yeah, I can see that. And it, it I don't know, the, the, the Ralph of it all, it, <laughs> it always gets me a, a little bit worked up as I watch, you know, him and the way he and Drew interact with each other. And I don't quite understand this whole assistant drama because I'm like, don't y'all have these assistants sign NDAs? Like, where, where is the NDA right. in all of this right. whole situation? Why right. are we confronting the assistant? Did we? Did you? Did you not know that this was the same assistant from Basketball Wives that told allegedly uh. told Jackie Christie some information that he was told about Malaysia and her kids? Did you not yeah. see any of that? Of course you did, because Atlanta is not big <laughs> enough for you not to. And Drew is not famous enough to not have been included in that same kind of drama. And why does she have nineteen assistants? I don't understand that. And for like. Yeah, chefs and like girl stop trying to convince us you are rich it's not working Uh, is is that it Uh, because a part of me was like did did, did the show maybe give them like like they got assistance like to help along you know to help them along because i'm like i don't believe so i'm just trying to understand she's got more and she's got more assistance than sonya has interns exactly and that's a problem because we were already weird confused but at least we understood it because she is technically a morgan so it's like oh okay sure why not but drew you're not even active i think she did a lifetime movie last year though so let me not say that she did she did the the, the, the line sisters horror movie on on lifetime that was it oh mm-hmm. yeah but like mm-hmm. lifetime is where like the extras and mean girls go to die like the people who we know are from those movies but we don't remember their names or their characters really we're like oh that's that one guy who said i think lifetime is where you go when you when you want to uh like when you've been in, an, in in the acting or the entertainment world and you want a steady check yes tony i'm happy for you braxton girl because because listen you're gonna go over to lifetime you're gonna make a holiday movie Okay. Yes, you are every holiday. You're probably gonna make two, three, four, five, six of those holiday movies, and they're gonna probably yeah. do very well because the Hallmark and the Lifetime crowds like to watch the same things, and they're really into that stuff. So I yes, feel like are. if you go, if you, if Drew goes over to the Lifetime and stays there, yeah, she might need one or two assistants. Yes, but not four, five of them. No, 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 no. But I do think it's to try to convince us that she has money because like. I think about fashion, right? And as a handbag gal myself, because that's probably the only thing I can squeeze into of the high-end designers, which is fine, whatever. I noticed that true designs, like the most expensive bags have just designs of them. And the ones that are less expensive usually have all of the um, the label, like the tags and the prints that are very telling of what brand it is. I think Drew constantly wearing like labels and then something that is printed with the same brand like 50 times is her trying to convince that she can afford it when in actuality, those are the least expensive op- options of that designer's brand because it's mm. so covered in all of that shit. Like a true Louis Vuitton bag that is like, you know, in the realm of where people think they are, has all the LVs on it. But the expensive girls are the ones that are made of like just leather or crocodile. And they, they you can't even tell who makes the bag. Same with their clothes. We live, we live for a moment in like Bling Empire where they just tell us, oh, this is Balenciaga. Because we did not know that. When were we going to see that? There's no information to tell us that. That is when we know you have money, where you get to wear the stuff mm-hmm. and it's not a statement. It's not a moment. It's just your clothes. She doesn't do that. 
you can tell she wears her best Fendi products for when she is filming in her kitchen. Mm. <laughs> well, there you have it. There you have it. <laughs> Are you liking Marlo as an addition to the cast as a full time? I am. Member? I am. I'm enjoying Marlo. I, I enjoy Marlo more when she's relaxed. Uh-huh. I think when she's relaxed and, and she's not trying to do anything, she's actually pretty hilarious. Oh, yes. I'm still very much so holding on to her, um, telling the white woman next to her, that's why you're you're cool, because she told King, you can't invite the white women that don't get it. And she told the girl next to her, that's why you're here, because you get it. Like... I really mm-hmm. enjoy a Marlo moment when she's just in rare form. And I think that is very special for her to be back. And then also the ladies are in uh, New York this year. It's our first cast trip of the year. We kind of went on it quick. Mm-hmm. That's nice. So that means we're going to get a lot of drama. I'm just excited for now. The days are over kind of in COVID where we don't have to stay in one location on a cast trip, like in an Airbnb for three weeks. So right. hopefully we're not here for four episodes. Like we were at that South uh, <laughs> Carolina house. <laughs> because that seems to be too much but i'm excited for what is going to happen and i love that candy can never stop trying to make money and hustle and will use any opportunity to be like did you know i have another business did you know that buy some here's bedroom candy (laughs) (laughs) i was mad that the other ladies were so like upset about getting some vibrating panties i was too they're like weirdly jealous of candy this year it's like it's a weird takedown brewing. I don't understand it. It was it was definitely. <laughs> I'm laughing about something right now. So I just uploaded my Dubai review of yeah. the Real Housewives of Dubai, and so in YouTube you can actually intercut like little scenes and stuff like that from mm-hmm. the you know from shows, but you just can't do right. too much especially because I'm not, I'm talking over it. Right. 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 And so apparently I got a copyright strike. Oh, oh I hate that. Oh. I hate that. That's the worst. The bane of my existence. No, but truly it is. I never forget the first time something told me like you are copywriting something and we are so coming after you that basically if you ever open <laughs> it, you'll live to fucking regret it, sis. Okay tread lightly and I was like petrified and now me and the cop the copyright reporter infringement reporter are like friends it's weird but so I'm like Loki like please can you just like make sure I'm like trying to figure out the right time to ask them can you just like make sure you never report me again like now that we're cool spend some time just want to check back in on that and can you kindly let Instagram know that you're cool with me now too and they can like take it down because they keep telling me you're so close. You're so, so close. So like, I like just want to first... show the people what I'm talking about. Exactly. It's, not it. like, it, it's like I'm you. There's a show and tell in entertainment. Yes. And sometimes it's better to show as you're telling. So the reference material. Um, we're going to have to re-upload that. Yep, yep, yep. <laughs> um, and speaking of Dubai, then, last but not least, you got to go to the premiere by Bravo and meet some fabulous people and watch the first episode. I was so bummed that I could not make it. I had to go to my best friend's wedding instead. Um, mm-hmm. I did ask her to change the wedding date. She did tell me no, it was too late. But <laughs> nevertheless, we persisted. Girl, change your date. <laughs> change your date. And she didn't. And that's why I'm talking about her wedding on Patreon. So there it is. <laughs> 
call me uh, Kyle. Okay. Maybe that's why I don't like her because I'm a little too similar. <laughs> so how was it? What was it like? How, was the gold Lamborghini like really pretty in person? And what did you think of the first episode? Well, the Lamborghinis were amazing. I will say that, but it was a, it was very much a, you can stand by this Lamborghini, but do not touch the Lamborghini. Okay. Okay. I wonder on this Lamborghini. Like separate. Pose beside it. Yes. But don't touch. Um, Otherwise, no, they, it it was awesome. Um, You know, obviously they have the, you know, uh, the open bar, you know, hors d'oeuvres and music, and you get a chance to kind of mingle with people and some other creators that were there. And then, you know, you sit down, you get an introduction, you watch the episode, and then they have a Q&A afterwards. And, you know, we were all blown away by the episode. I watched it again last night. I loved it equally as much. There were certain parts I just knew I couldn't wait to see again. Um, and then to watch the Q&A and, and sort of get a, a sense of the ladies' personalities and see that, oh, what we saw on screen is actually a real true reflection of who each of the ladies really are in person. So that was really nice to see because sometimes you kind of wonder like, is a person putting on for TV? Mm -hmm. But no, you can see that this is their person, especially after one episode, you know, you can see, oh, this is this person's true personality and I can't wait to see more of it. Yes, because it was, people were like, it was a touch boring. And I was like, that's what makes me feel better about it. I feel like- I understood the same thing that they were all truly themselves because no one was doing anything over the top. Like Mm -hmm. no one was even trying to give me, and I love her, but no one was giving me like Lisa Barlow or Jen Shaw energy where like, oh, you knew this was going to be for the premiere and you were your best fit for this. Like we actually got them a little bit more subdued and they were just like natural divas in their own right. And I love that more because you know what we can do with that kind of energy if that's who they are at rest. We can do a lot mm-hmm. with that. So much good potential. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I genuinely did like it. I know I have my faves already. People absolutely love Ayan, Chanel Ayan, and mm-hmm. I do too. I don't hate Caroline Stansberry already. So I guess this show will, you know, will have to be the deciding factor for me. If anything, she might be a little bit polarizing, but I'm just here for like, I love, of course, I love the black women who are like out here killing it, living in Dubai, rich as hell. Love that for them. Um, And so Brooke, love her. Like I love the cast. I actually think the cast of the show is pretty, it's connected enough. I love that they're a friend group that everyone's not friends versus everyone pretending that they are or not being friends at all. Like they actually know each other and have genuine thoughts and opinions about them before the show started. I think that Chanel is episode one, at least was the Chanel and the Caroline Brooks show. Definitely. Mm -hmm. Um, Mm -hmm. Caroline Stanberry was interestingly enough. And I said it in my review on Instagram, I felt like she was a lot more subdued and laid back Mm -hmm. in the premiere for this than she was in ladies of London. And maybe it's because you know, hey, this is her second time around. Right, so right. she didn't have to prove herself or, or do anything. Right. But I also think, too, she said that she was not filming with a group of her family and, you know, like really, really close friends. So she feels like it's a little bit more relaxed for her going mm-hmm. into this because 
it's different if somebody's coming for you and they don't really know you. Right. Yeah. And I like that we discussed that web early on in the episode where, you know, it was being introduced to us that two of the women in the group already don't have a relationship yep. with Caroline and Caroline doesn't have one with them. They don't like each other. And I actually think that's really helpful because it informs their, it informs us that there could be potential conflict, which is great for entertainment, but it mm-hmm. also kind of shows that like, they're not losing anything or there will be no shock value if they don't get along to each other. It almost feels like they kind of know exactly what they're walking into with them because they already have these feelings about them. And it's, it's, it's safer drama, if that makes sense, versus like mm-hmm. the Kyle and Lisa Vanderpump, like, you know, downfall. It broke a lot of people's hearts because at the core, whether you like them or liked one or not like the other, they were a duo. They were friends. And when that breaks because of the show, it, it kind of feels sad. And I like that we're not getting set up early for the whole group, but I was, I really did not know what to expect other than I just wanted them to have a lot of fucking money and they did. Absolutely. And that's what I'm here for. I don't want it to go down the path of someone trying to ruin someone's marriage and reveal a shocking cheating scandal. I don't want that. Mm -hmm. I don't want any more of that. Yeah. I just don't don't think it's, it's, I don't think it's good television. I prefer personality conflict um, versus that type of conflict because that type of conflict to me feels like a setup. It does. Absolutely. And then to that, I say, I'm also then looking at all the men and the husbands, um, just keep it in your pants. That would be great. Let's not just have any leverage to bring to the table because if I have to sit through another, you know, Candace and Giselle informing Ashley that our husband's a psychopath, terrible human, I am going to scream. And while they are just trying to create good TV, and while I am not enjoying that kind of TV, it is because of him that this was brought to my TV. So just keep it at home. Thank you. That's all I can mm-hmm. do. All we can mm-hmm. Truly. But yeah, no, I thought it was a great premiere. I didn't think it was, I didn't expect anything. And I think that's the best way to approach a new Bravo show, especially a housewife franchise. And I think that we're safe of the Salt Lake City second season curse where they're trying so exponentially hard to have a chaotic New York moment that like, it's not enjoyable. I think that they're not, that's not going to happen on this show. They're going to fight classy. And I do. And, and by classy, I mean, it's going to be knocked down, drag out, but in like rich bitch fashion. And that is fine. That is what we want. I feel like most of them are on the yeah. same level playing field in a lot of ways. And I'm excited to see how that develops and learn more about Dubai's culture. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm excited about that. And having I think having been to Dubai, it's fascinating to see how they represent the culture as well. I thought that was really, really nice in the way that they did it. And I know that there were some concerns about people who are actually um, native Emirati, but I, I just, in my mind, I felt like from an outsider's perspective and someone who was visited there, I felt like they did it justice. Yeah, I do too. I think they did it. A pre- they did a pretty good job. Um, not touching too much on one thing or the other. And I think that it's important to first and foremost, always know that we can judge from outside the club, but we need to make sure that 
before people were telling people that they're just not watching at all because of Dubai or whatever, and whatever they assume Dubai to be about, it would then behoove you to either try to make sure that that's true or give it a chance and see for yourself versus what you don't know. Cause we only know what we don't know. So mm-hmm. I just encourage people, like if you weren't going to give it a chance, don't give it a chance because of what you see and don't like, not because of what you think Dubai is like, and you've never been heard or seen or don't know anybody who lives there that's my concern so just and in if the very least let yourself have fun this is a very fun show it's like old school beverly hills we're back to money like just money and petty mm-hmm. that's a really good time let yourself have fun yep i love that i love the yeah. way that you frame that yeah absolutely and you know above all else Watch your shows. Don't let them bother you. You know, constantly ask Crystal what dark meant and what the comment was. You know, stand up for yourselves. You have a right to know. <laughs> um, I just want to leave everyone on this note. I Crystal asked me what I thought, and I was like, I have to be honest. Dark is a word that does have a little bit more of a, a loaded meaning. So I, I do really want to know what was said because. It, it's not forgivable. It's different for everyone, girl. And you are making us think the worst. What was the most important to her is, was that not any of what I said, but was whether or not I thought she was set up. That's what she cared about. But like, did you see that I was set up? I'm like, yes. But what did she say? Like, <laughs> <laughs> the point. Literally, is, I'm part. thinking see? she's asking, like, I'm curious to think what you think about the conversation I had with Garcelle and, you know, the word, the, the word dark and it, what she really said and all that. I'm like, great. As a woman of color, as a black woman, I am kind of concerned. I am thinking the worst. She's like, but no, like, what did you think about, like, them trying to set me up? Right. Crazy. Right. And I'm like, well, yeah, I mean, it was, yeah, it was, it was, yeah, that was Amy. So but, um, I, I could, I, again, you know what I else? Like could, what? You know what else is crazy? Like, <laughs> yeah, um, like, uh, like did she, what did she say? What <laughs> <laughs> was crazy was that you told a black woman that her white best friend was racist and you didn't tell her why. <laughs> that was so crazy. <laughs> Um, so like, is she? Like, <laughs> any thoughts? Then she's like, yeah, I was so set up, right? Like, <laughs> uh, like the words I used were so like it was valid. Like violated was like the right word, right? I'm like, yeah, but you know what wasn't dark. So what did she say? Um, <laughs> I was trying to get an explanation for people by the end of us recording, but instead I got asked to validate her concerns about the episode and not explain okay yeah we agree with you you were yeah it it felt like you were set up okay now tell us what she said exactly but like in other news okay (laughs) (laughs) sorry guys housewives they are not like us (laughs) i always forget a certain level of like you know personality we're gonna we're gonna be asking ourselves that question until 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 the end of time yeah i i can't wait for andy i'm like fully expecting andy at the reunion to be like so what is it that you're thinking that she said because i reviewed the footage and i didn't see anything or we aired everything or something like that can't wait for that moment because then we'll finally learn if she really said something or not 
I guess we'll just have to wait and see. Sure will. But if people want to hear more from you, they will not have to wait and see because as you heard him saying he was uploading things on YouTube, which is, is coming soon, just be patient. Um, you can find Richie Sky in so many places. Can you please tell people where they can find you, listen to you, love you even more? Absolutely. You guys can find me on YouTube at DJ Richie Sky, on Instagram at DJ Richie Sky, on Twitter, very rarely on uh, at DJ Richie Sky as well. So everything across all platforms is at DJ Richie Sky. Yes. All right. Go in, you know, take a little cancer, have a little fun over there in his world. It is a great place. He is insanely funny and so good. And you also can periodically catch him on TV. Don't let him fool y'all. You can catch him on the TV screens. Okay. Oh, yes. Uh, I'll be actually on good. I don't know when this will come out, but uh, if it's on Friday, I will be on Good Day DC tomorrow morning. Uh, yes. discussing what to stream what and watch this weekend. Yes, guys, go and do that. You can catch them there often, especially in the DMV area like me. So I'll be doing that. So you should too. And of course, you can find me on all the things um, wherever you listen to podcasts and of course, anywhere on social media at Mixing with Mani, M-I-X-I-N-G-W-I-T-H-M-A-N-I. As always, y'all stay happy, stay healthy, stay safe and stay whole. Have a wonderful summer. Stay cool out there because we completely missed spring apparently. So um, stay cool, be hydrated and all that good stuff. And just make sure the vid don't gum get you. Just just avoid and duck and jab at all costs. Okay. Um, all right. Bye. <laughs> Bye. For more about me, Bravo, Housewives, Pop Culture, and so much more, follow me on Instagram at Mixing with Mani, M-I-X-I-N-G-W-I-T-H-M-A-N-I. So you can keep up with me and don't forget to also leave a quick review on Apple Podcasts if that's where you're listening and rate me and maybe give me five stars. Thanks so much. Bye.